guess who's back back again this is our first um episode since patrick bryce <laughs> reposted our halloween costume yeah. on instagram and he liked the picture and mark <laughs> duplass also liked oh, our picture right. i forgot this he is was like a, a day later this is a um patrick bryce fan podcast <laughs> yeah. honestly it is we're back of us just being super busy that's really what it was is that we were just busy yeah and then it would like we'd be busy doing things and then all of a sudden it was like oh okay so we have like 10 hours to watch a movie record and edit this thing yeah well the the first week I just didn't feel like doing it to be honest and then the second week my life was falling apart so then I really extra didn't want to do it like I could have done it I just didn't want to but now I yeah that's the thing is that like we could have done it but it we probably would have not been on our a game uh so first movie back woo we're doing the open house this was released in 2018. Oh, this was uh, directed by Matt Angel and Suzanne Coote. They're written by Matt Angel and Suzanne Coote, starring Dylan... How do you say his last name? You know Minetti? what? I don't know, but the whole time, I thought this man was... Um, God, what The guy from... I, I'm sorry. I cannot do actors' names. Who's the guy from Percy Jackson? Oh, Logan Lerman? Yeah. I th- it, Yes. I thought it was him, and his name is Logan. So I was uh-huh. getting so confused the whole time. Yeah. I So I think Dylan is also in another scary movie that's similar kind of to this. Mm-hmm. And I think I've seen that before, but I also could be completely wrong. But I always think of him from 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. I mean, I that's how he got famous, isn't it? that show i don't he's not uh, in no he got else. famous from being um the boy with no ears on Grey's anatomy oh yeah. twinkle tweet <laughs> i forgot about that oh my god everyone I'm in the world for some been. ears everyone in the world has been on Grey's anatomy except for me <laughs> and uh so dylan minetti i think is how his last name's um spelled and piercy dalton uh, this is distributed by Netflix. The Netflix. The budget for this movie was $100,000. Yeah. So that's what I've got for this movie. Um, I didn't like it. Shocker. I saw, I looked up the Wikipedia. This has a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. IMD- Wait, did you say the IMDb rating? I wasn't paying attention. IMDb was 3.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is 13%. And on Common Sense, I don't know what that is, it's 1 out of 5. Sorry. This might just be... Um, I don't know what I'm looking at here, but under the IMDb um, 
for the open house on Google, Mm -hmm. it shows a one and a half out of five stars, which I'm guessing maybe is the translation of the 3.3 out of 10. Oh, maybe, yeah. But I saw that and I was like, should I do uh, the synopsis? Yeah, go for it. it All right. A teenager and his mother find themselves besieged by threatening forces when they move into a new house. Dun, 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 dun. That's a very, that could describe so many movies. I know. I feel like any synopsis, because I, I didn't write that. I read it off of Google. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks, Google. But I feel like synopses, synopsises, synopsi yeah. on Google are either extremely vague like a boy and a mom move into a new house <laughs> or they're extremely detailed yeah where it's like i just watched the entire movie by reading that <laughs> synopsis thanks google yeah and i will say for this movie i mean i'm not gonna I, i'm not gonna say too much other than just i i'm not the type of person that thinks it is top tier comedy to make fun of every little plot hole and every little detail Mm. and every little like oh that would never happen like i'm normally not that person but i'm gonna be doing a lot of that in here because i will also be doing that there's just a lot to there's a lot to unpack there's a lot missing yeah uh, we'll get into all of this but there's just there's a lot there's um, also a lot of like i guess nods to other so i read one review that was saying how there's like a bunch of like nods to other um like horror movies and i don't know if i would say like there are nods but it's also like some of it isn't some of it is nods you know like hey you know respect to you know whatever but then a lot of it just seems like you're just stealing the idea (laughs) Like, yeah, you're just I, using the same plot device. I noticed one you know? time that I will say to me, I was like, oh, that's from this movie, and I'll talk about it later. I think but, we're probably thinking about the same. Yeah. But other than that, I think what bothered me the most about this movie is that there were so many directions they could have gone. And then they and took so the many, worst one. Yeah, and so many threads that they put out there mm-hmm. and then just left hanging yeah and that irritated me because they i feel like in theory it okay here's the thing it feels to me like if they had sat at the computer and worked on the script for another hour they could have tied in so many more loose ends to make a very um i don't know what the word is that i'm looking for but cohesive yeah like a more cohesive ending and Mm -hmm. instead they were like uh, we'll just we'll just put in it like this and, that, and that'll be good and <laughs> it's like yeah. it was due at midnight and they had and to like get oh it done. shit yeah yeah um, i i mean i'll so i have this thing i think it's honestly probably quite annoying but especially with like twisty turvy um like twisty turvy um what's the word I'm trying like like um psychological thrillers or things like that or horror movies where it's kind of like a whodunit you know what I mean I'm always that person who because nine at times out of ten it's usually something that's very predictable where it's like 
it's the scorned neighbor who's you know trying to kill you or something like that you know what i mean um so during this movie i think probably within the first like 10 minutes of this movie i told you i was like this is the storyline and then you had your own idea of what the storyline would be and newsflash neither of us were right I think you and I should have probably worked on this script and we probably could have made a way better movie. But I think we should take everyone along on our journey of when we decided things were, you know, yeah, happening. Because we both had our different stories that we thought were going to be, like our storylines that we thought, like, oh, we figured it out. Yeah. And then I think there are a lot of things that reinforced it. And then at the end, we were like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, let's get into it. I am really struggling um, here to... There's just... (laughs) Normally, I feel like I've abandoned my Kayla's question, and I do really want to continue doing it. But there's so many just weird things that they never really pick back up that I... I don't know. Have you ever had had financial trouble? (laughs) <laughs> uh, I, well I have a question I have, I have a, question. a question actually okay. no, I have a, I'll let you ask your question but I do have a question Okay. what's your go to snack or item to pick up at a convenience store oh just one or like what I usually like if just, I could go like if I'm on a road trip and I go into 7-Eleven like what am let's I getting let's say you can pick three things like what are your go to's I usually will always get um, a, like a drink a Dr. Pepper, right? Yes. Um, a drink, a candy, and then a chip. A okay. drink, something savory, something sweet. Yeah. That makes so sense. usually what I will get is a Dr. Pepper. Very rarely will I get a blue Gatorade. It just depends. Because sometimes I've been, like, times that I, a majority of the times that I've gone on road trips, it's with my mom. And we are driving to Arizona. And it's usually during the fucking summertime. So it's hot as hell. So sometimes I'll get a Gatorade, like, if I'm dehydrated, which I am, like, 85% of my life. Um, But usually it's a Dr. Pepper because I think my body runs on Dr. Pepper at this point. And then I'll get either Funyuns or Chili Cheese Fritos. Mm -hmm. And then I'll either get a Milky Way or a Twix. And it always be – it's got to be, like, the sharing king size. You know, where it's, like, basically just, like, two Milky Way bars just, like, in the same packaging Mm -hmm. or, like, two Twix bars in the same packaging. Yeah. Nice. That's what I would get. What about you? Um, so, I guess, I mean, my, my whole thing changes, but I feel like a convenience store is very different from the snacks I would get at the grocery store. Yeah. I get things at the convenience store that I would not get at a like I would not buy with my weekly groceries so Mm. I would say and because you know how convenience stores a lot of times have more options yeah you can't ever really find like a bag of Funyuns at a grocery store unless it's at the front near the checkout you know what I mean so I will say for a drink I will get my my favorite drink of the moment if they have this not all places have this but is a cherry vanilla coke zero cherry vanilla coke zero it smells like Play-Doh, and it tastes so good. <laughs> um, or just a Diet Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for a candy, I will get Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. I also really like snow caps, and that's one of mm-hmm. those things they don't really have at a lot of grocery stores. You find them a lot at the movie theater or 
like a CVS sometimes will have or like a weird liquor store like yeah, gas station like yeah. snack store mm-hmm. not usually 7-eleven um, though yeah and then the um for like a savory I almost feel like a kind of a liar saying this because I haven't gotten these in a really long time but I really do love the I want to say they're Fritos, but they're the Honey Barbecue Twists. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? I yeah. don't know if they're Fritos. I think they're Fritos. I don't know. But they're the Honey Barbecue Twists. I like those. If they don't have those, I just like barbecue chips. Um, the other thing I really love getting from that liquor – I found liquor stores and convenience stores exclusively mm-hmm. usually have this. And I will say this is also something that I'm kind of a liar for saying because I don't think I've had one of these since – before I met you but I have very fond memories of in college going to um the like the I guess not the liquor store but probably the convenience store um and uh trigger warning illegal activities but my friends would have their fakes like mm-hmm. their fake IDs and we I didn't have a fake because I was um, a, good a child, child of God a good child yeah I really didn't I didn't have a fake but my friends did and we would buy have you ever had kinky the blue alcohol kinky yeah it's called kinky it comes in oh kinky kinky like kink like like a sex thing. I get it but it comes in blue and pink and maybe other colors but blue and pink that I remember and they would come in the little shot bottles that you get you know what I'm no. talking about like but have you seen at least, like, the, the, the little shot bottles of, like, vodka? Yeah. Like, the weird flavors that you get. At the, uh-huh. Like, they're, like, the banana yeah. and vanilla and stuff. They would come in those kind of bottles. And it's, like, a – I don't think it's a malt um, liquor because that's a little different. But I don't know how you would describe it. But it's it's a super sweet liquor, basically. And it's, it's like, 17% or something like that. But it's a Is little – Is it, like, a Four loco? No, not really. Uh-oh. But it's – or actually, I don't really know because I've never had a Four Loko. But it's a, it's just a – I will say, like, now I don't know if I would particularly, like, enjoy one because they're very, very sweet. But as a, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-old in college, if you take one of them, like, a shot, it would get you, like, decently tipsy. And mm-hmm. if you take a couple, it would get you, like, fairly drunk because it's, like, 17%. I don't know if I can talk about alcohol really on this – podcast i don't know if that's gonna get me in trouble but what? why who are you gonna in trouble with i don't know is that bad we talk about people getting murdered yeah that's true okay so it's fine what <laughs> i don't know i'm just sensitive because i see on tiktok people getting banned for for talking about alcohol this ain't tiktok yeah anyways but um i don't know why yeah, i said so, it like that this ain't tiktok <laughs> But anyways, that um, I, I I will just say I probably wouldn't get one from a convenience store. But when I think of convenience stores, I always think of those little kinky shots. I, love I just those. have to say that I think right now I have to switch my um, chips thing because I don't know why I've just I'm in the phase of my life where I'm having a craving for uh, hot Cheetos hot fries. Mm. So I think it would be Funyuns or hot fries. Because I'm not kidding you, any time, like, I, I can forget about them. Like, I'm not sitting around here thinking, like, about hot fries every 10 seconds. But if I see something that reminds me of hot fries or I'm, like, at the grocery store or at a convenience store or I see someone having hot fries, I cannot stop thinking about it until I've got them and I'm eating them. I They're so good. love Cheetos. 
but I never think to ever I get will Cheetos. never buy them if if you put a bag of Cheetos in my hand I will eat them and eat them and eat them and eat them mm-hmm. and never let them go until the bag is empty mm-hmm. but I never like buy a bag of Cheetos no. I don't know what that is my mom buys Cheetos Cheetos are my mom's I think convenience chip snack and she always buys Cheetos and, like, you know, she'll sit there and she'll be like, do you want some Cheetos? And I'm like, no, like, I don't really want Cheetos. And then all of a sudden, I, it's the bag's mine. I'm eating all of your fucking Cheetos. <laughs> we need to get Cheetos more often. Do you think Sprouts, do you think Sprouts sells a healthy version of Cheetos? They must. They sell a they healthy version of everything. They probably taste like shit, though. But Cheetos are just cheese puffs. Well, they sell cheese puffs. Yeah. We should get the healthier versions of cheese. We should get like the, yeah, go the big or go home. cauliflower, avocado Disgusting. oil cheese puffs. Gross. Anyways, we've been saying a lot of words and we haven't talked about the movie at all. Anyways. So I think we should start. The open house. Um, so first of all, our main character, Logan, is a runner and he's very fast. So we open up on this scene of him running what I didn't understand at first but i now understand is a mile and he runs it in five minutes and seven seconds which is nuts Mm -hmm. i run a mile you are sprinting that mile oh and you also have to be you have to have very long legs i was gonna say you have to be a man but i guess that's not entirely true but you have to be very tall you have to have very long legs how tall is no, I'm not um, going off. I'm not yeah, going down no, that road. We've already been on <laughs> ten. I'm not gonna. Um, well, I, so I run my mile. I run a mile in. I think my best mile time is 11 minutes. So I suck, in other words. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's nuts. But anyway, his dad is the one timing the run, and I think right away we get the feel that Logan is closer to his dad than his mom. Yeah. Um, which but is also, fair. There's no cool down. He just sprinted a mile, and he's just like, cool, let's go inside. Right. Well, you don't but... cool down? <laughs> no, Stretch. he doesn't. But they Take do. Lap. They go inside. Um, his mom's making dinner. Breakfast for dinner. Mm-hmm. He also wears contacts, which is important. And there's a scene where they show what his eyesight looks like without contacts, and he's blind, just like me. Um, I'm so... not. I'm not. When we So we watched this for the first time while we were up in Arrowhead because yeah. we thought this would be really creepy watching it in Arrowhead, and it kind of was certain parts. But when they show him taking his contacts out and him, like, fumbling around to grab his glasses, I was like, oh, you're being – you're overreacting, dude. You're not that blind. And He's you're not like, overreacting. No, no, that's what it is like for me. And, you no. know, I can't be bothered. I have perfect vision. God, it sucks to not be able to see. I can someday, just, you know, see naturally. Someday I want to get LASIK. Well, I don't tell my um, optometrist, but I keep my contacts in all the time because sometimes – my eyesight is so bad, and I don't mean to be German. Like, I'm fine. I don't have a visual disability, but my eyesight is so bad that it actually sometimes gives me anxiety to wake up in the morning and not be, and able, not to be able to see anything. Yeah. So that's why I sleep with my contacts in, and then the doctors are like, but it's fine. I mean, at least you take them out. The problem is when people go to the optometrist and they have to get like 7 million layers of contacts lasered off their eyeballs. Oh, gross. But, anyways, they're having breakfast for dinner. And Naomi and who is the mom mm-hmm. and the dad whose name I didn't catch. Sorry, did you? Uh, no, I just write his Spoiler name as dad. Alert. He's not going to be here for much longer. Yeah, so. so it really doesn't matter what the fuck his um, name is. But anyways, they're arguing kind of a little bit, but they're but it's not in, it's not incredibly obvious what they're arguing about. It seems kind of they're talking about jobs and work, so it seems like it's probably about money. 
Right. Um, but anyways, really kind of beside the point, the eggs slip and fall and break. And so uh, the dad has to go back um, to the store to pick up more eggs. So Logan goes along for the ride with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does not go into the convenience store to get no. eggs with his dad. And they're listening to, I guess, I keep wanting to call him Dylan. Logan is showing his dad, like, I guess, this album that he's been listening to. His dad's like, yeah, this is sick, dude. And so then Logan stays in the van and he's listening to the music. His dad goes to get the eggs. He comes back out. Well, and I want to say really quick, he doesn't check the eggs, which is wild behavior. Yeah, convenience store eggs. eggs. Convenience store eggs. They're going to be broken. Yeah. Um, But there's this (laughs) honestly really sloppy scene where um, dad, unfortunately, is hit by a car while he's coming out of the store with his eggs. And he then has presumably died because the next scene we see is just a bunch of people wearing black and all gathered at the family's house. I mean, they still had breakfast for dinner. They just got a dad pancake instead. Stop. I'll be here all week. <laughs> um, but anyways, during this memorial, um, a family member who I was initially very confused about. This is, again, I It doesn't like... even seem like a family member. It just seems like some snobby it's just friend. just a person. Um, but we do learn later it is um, Aunt Allison, who is, I believe, Naomi's sister. Is yes. That? Okay. Well, I mean, she's very blasé about the dad dying, so it can't be her brother. Yeah. So. Um, anyways, she offers for them, Aunt Allison offers for them to go live at uh, her mountain house that they're trying to sell, but it's currently My mountain unoccupied. House. Yeah, she's like, it'll be great. You'll just have to leave on Sundays for open houses, and and you can look after the place until you get yeah. back on your feet. So, I mean, Naomi is having some financial troubles, obviously. Things aren't yeah. great. It's pretty so, much them going up there so that she doesn't have to pay rent. Right. So she, yeah, so she agrees, which is fair. And Logan is not having a great time. I will, and I don't want to kind of, like, go on too many tangents because we've already been on quite a few, but Logan is a little bit of a throughout this Um, well also you have to think about the fact that because i the first time i was like god you're such just like why don't you just just be there with your mom yeah (laughs) it's your mom but also later on there was kind of an outburst that we'll get to and i think it makes sense why he one his dad was obviously the favorite two this outburst kind of gives you context that like they didn't really both of them didn't really help each other out during the mourning process of this and also he literally saw his dad die and like you see it but also like obviously all we saw is the moment of like impact you know what i mean but then like think of the aftermath like you're the only one there you have to get out of the car you see your dad's dead body you have to deal with the driver you have to call 911 you're the probably the one who has to tell your mom right and i realize he's a teenager and everything and i'm not denying that this is incredibly traumatic but also i just have a hard time with this whole like something bad happened to me and now i'm a raging asshole because also i watched my mom die and i'm not a bitch oh right I forgot about that. I mean, I'm I am the worst, but I try not to hurt other people. And during this, uh, Logan kind of 
seems to try to hurt his mom sometimes and that's what sort of bugged me mm-hmm. but anyways that that is we'll get to all that later but um they, they start driving they're headed up the mountain it's um, nighttime so no so this confused me because they this, start driving during daytime and, and now it's the nighttime right and she's also on the phone with presumably a bank because she's like talking about thing. how she's the beneficiary or something or no she's, uh, the, she's the executor the executor so this is a legal thing yeah. i'm assuming because and if I'm you're like, the executor if you're yelling at someone that you're the executor you're probably talking to a lawyer so i said the same thing why you wouldn't be talking to someone like that when it's dark outside but i will say um when my mom died my a couple days later i had no idea that your mom died thank you um my cousin and i were out um drinking alcohol (laughs) as as one does after a very close family member dies in a traumatic way Mm -hmm. and we were by the beach and we were out on the pier it was like 9 p.m and my a lawyer my lawyer um a lawyer was very actively emailing me and bothering me during that time so technically so i did write that down i was like you wouldn't be on the phone with someone during these hours for whatever reason i thought it was a bank and i was like you're not on the phone with anyone from a bank but if it was a lawyer lawyer, it's technically possible it's still invasive of your personal time in my opinion on both sides for the lawyer and naomi but anyway she's regardless she's engaging in unsafe behavior she's arguing with someone over the phone Mm -hmm. um and then all of a sudden she almost hits this strange dude shadow man yeah in the road who's standing in the middle of the road like a weirdo this is the gone. first of quite a few weirdos we will encounter in this movie but then he's gone and then mom's she- nose starts bleeding she's like it's the altitude same though my nose hasn't stopped bleeding all damn week i know <laughs> but I, I was like just so random like why what was the point of having her nose bleed other than to uh establish that you're in high altitude there was no point i guess it's just something weird happening maybe i guess but anyways um naomi and logan uh, stop in at a local convenience store where, where they meet another weirdo named martha who already knows who they are because Aunt Allison told her and emailed and her a picture pictures of, of them. If anyone emailed a stranger a picture of me, I would immediately have like, some issues gross. with that. That's a privacy thing, right? I like to think that Aunt Allison took the pictures of them at the funeral and then emailed them <laughs> to her. But, but um, um, Martha immediately overwhelms them and trauma dumps that her husband has also passed away a few years ago, so she knows exactly... Mm-hmm. what what she's going through and she was like you know don't be afraid to reach out because the loneliness can be so loud at times and you know what she seems nice enough but i but she's still a weirdo but i stand by the weirdo comment mm-hmm. but it's nighttime it's nighttime but, but then <laughs> they get to the house <laughs> and it's daytime baby so they drove all night I had real trouble establishing a timeline the, through yeah, most of this it movie. Because she... Okay, so, yes, they drove all night. Because then she, the mom, when they get there, she's on the phone and she is saying that, yeah, we drove through the night. And it's like, okay, but you were at the convenience store and it was nighttime. Like, it was probably, like, really late at night. Right. And you saw Martha, who lives right next door to you. 
So Martha was at the grocery store in the middle of the night that <laughs> presumably took you hours to drive to because it took you several hours to drive to the house. I mean, unless they were getting to the convenience store right around dawn, right around. But it looks like, pitch black outside. It does. I don't know. That didn't make sense to me either. Plot I'm glad hole. That plot hole. Me. Plot hole. <laughs> um, but they, so they arrive at the house. It It's now light out, so it's morning. The house is gorgeous. The furniture is a little outdated this, yeah. for my um, taste. But it's but a big-ass house. who am I to talk? Because I live in a disgusting, not even one-bedroom apartment. And the phone rings immediately. It's one of those little old-school phones. Yeah. Back in the day, um, for it's any... It's a rotary phone. <laughs> for any kiddos who are listening, um, back in the day, phones used to be wired, so you couldn't walk oh, around. What kid is listening <laughs> to this podcast? I'm joking. That doesn't know what a rotary it's a phone joke. is. It's uh, a joke. But yeah, it's a rotary phone. It's one of those old school phones. Um, and, and, and Martha is on the other line, making <laughs> sure that they got in safe. She's being weird and overbe- overbearing again. Yeah. Um, making sure they got in all right. Mm-hmm. Um, Logan goes exploring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he finds his way into the basement. Also, I will say, up until the basement part, there's nothing actually that creepy about it, but they play yeah. creepy music. So. Yeah, and they show, like, another bedroom that's, like, a kid's bedroom that has that a rocking chair. That you never see again. That you see, like, Or once. you see one more time, yeah. But they, like, make it to be creepy. And I'm like, it's just a kid's bedroom. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Um... And then he's, first of all, there's a big mag flashlight that's right by the entrance to the basement. And without even trying to turn on any sort of, like, look for a light switch, anything like that, he just immediately (laughs) knows to grab the flashlight, turn it on, because he needs it to go down the stairs. Yeah. Because there's no lights in the basement. Kind of another plot hole. Why would he know that? Didn't even bother to look for a light switch or anything like that. Fat ass is going down the steps and he breaks... (laughs) A step. No, that, that's when he's coming back up. Oh, when he's coming back up, he breaks yeah, a step. Yeah, but he goes down to the basement. He sees the water heater down there. And there's actually a lot of room to walk around. It looks around. like the fucking catacombs. Yeah, but of course, it's not developed or anything, so it's Mm-mm. completely dark. Um, and he does. He breaks one of the stairs on the way back up. And th- he's just being careless, honestly. There's yeah. A, yeah. And I immediately thought, <laughs> this is kind of where I think, I have moments where I'm like, that was like an old person thought because he is walking up the stairs, breaks the step. And I'm like, no, there's an open house and someone's <laughs> going to come and look at the basement. And they're going to see that there's a step broken and then they're not going to buy the house. <laughs> That's how you know we're um, adults. Like I thought as like a parent, I if my kid came up to me, I was like, I've been here 10 seconds and I've already broken a step. Oh, I'd be pissed. Immediate murder. <laughs> I'd, I'd be, be like, so well, mad. go down to the hardware store because you're going to fucking fix it tonight, dude. Um, but yeah, anyway, that night, I presume, again, timelines were tricky in this I'm movie. I'm assuming it's that night. But Logan is sleeping well, but his sleep is interrupted by a by some strange noises and a, and a car that is idling in the driveway, which is... Headlights. Wait, fair, I would be the... concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes out to investigate and... Well, first, the car has its headlights beaming at the front. Yeah, it's very weird. It honks. Mm-hmm. So then he's like, okay, goes outside. Yeah, and he's kind of investigating and Martha jump scares him. Yep. 
And she's acting she's like in a her jammies again. and she's kind of hysterical. Yeah, she's she's very confused. She doesn't know who Logan is. Yeah. And then she runs away into the forest. She just runs into the woods. But then I was like, okay, so whose car is that? Is she good? Yeah. Because we don't ever see her driving. Maybe she comes back for it, though. So he just left it there? I guess. I don't know. Was it hit, Was it their mom's car? That would have been creepier. I don't know. This part doesn't make sense either. So Anyways. anyway, Logan's, I, I presumably disturbed. There's a moment where he, in very, like, I throw up fashion, yeah, he like, walks Mom. into his mom's room. But he chooses not to wake her up. Um, she was clutching onto a family picture. Yeah. Which, leave your mom alone. She's been through enough. Yeah, let her fucking sleep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but the next morning, <laughs> I love this part. He gets woken up by... Ed. This, by Ed, who is the... The realtor man. The realtor's assistant is what, yeah. is what I think is going on. But the the real estate agent is like, you guys have to get out of the house now. We're, we're about ready. to have a showing. And Naomi and Logan are like, shit, okay. And they leave the house. And here's another, like, weird... Basically a plot hole. They say that the open houses are at 11. The sign outside says the open house is at 10. And then (laughs) later on, there's a point where he sleeps in and they're like, it's one o'clock. You've got to get out. The open house is going to start soon. So is it 10? (laughs) Is it 11? Or is it one? I mean, to be fair, I guess they could have chained the time for the following week. But they have pre-made signs yeah. attached to their thing. It's not like a little it's s- fine. post-it note. It doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Anyways, we see some scenes of the open house, and it looks lovely. There's cookies. There's some families coming in and out. Mm-hmm. And this is important. There is one weirdo whose face we never see. We just see boots. He just comes in with big boots. And he just sort of walks into the house and just sort of stands there. And then we cut to a scene of Logan and Naomi um, at breakfast, mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about how weird Martha is. Yeah. Um, Mama's car declines. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, I think, if you didn't know that they had money issues. Now you know. Now you know. Um, and Logan says he's got it. He's got some cash. Mm-hmm. Auntie Allison gave him some birthday money. Yeah, so if you, if you have... Um, if if anyone if for people who have right like shady in-laws or shady family you know that aunt allison's birthday money means that aunt allison gave you pity money because Mm -hmm. she knew that you were having trouble yeah um this is when they start having the conversation of like if you won the lottery what would you do um they both say like oh uh, pay off our debt and then Logan wants to go to the Olympics, which has nothing to do with money. I mean, I guess <laughs> well, if you want to pay your way you into it. To, yeah. Um, no, I think he means he wants to go watch the Olympics. Oh, that makes sense. Anyways, um, anyways, they just want like a house and stuff. They go to like probably a little. It looks like a little gift shop type store. I've been to the Olympics. I just wanted to. Say yeah, that. I know. Um, yeah, they go to this kind of retail boutique shop in town. 
where a man starts flirting with Naomi. And he's very... And he's immediately like, you knew him? And I'm just like... (laughs) I love him. So there's no Taurus ever in this town. (laughs) No, it is very strange. His name is Chris. We will learn this later, but I'm going to say it now so I can refer to him. (laughs) I love him. I love Chris. He's my favorite character in this whole movie. You thought Chris was... Okay, so at this point, I had already established that Martha's husband is not actually dead. Martha mm-hmm. and her husband, for whatever reason, they really don't like new people. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get people to not buy this house. So um, Martha and her husband are setting out to like make Logan and Naomi's life a living hell. And I that was Chris, what my yeah, uh, hypothesis was. Yeah, and I thought was. Chris was in on it. But then you I, thought it was a culty thing. Right, but then I changed my mind later because he is a stand-up guy, and we will get to this later. But yes. I am a fan of Chris. He's the only level-headed person in this movie. I mm-hmm. love him. Yeah, um, so you're at this point, though, you're... My first watch at this point, I am a little suspicious of Chris. Yeah. Just as I am a little suspicious of Martha yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, uh, Chris is flirting with Naomi. Mm-hmm. Logan's a little upset, even though the mom didn't do shit. She, didn't she do was anything. literally like, thanks, weird man. Stop talking to me. Yeah. I mean, but... she's being polite, as women have to do when they're flirted with random men. Yeah, otherwise they get killed. But, but we won't talk about that. Um, we won't talk about that. <laughs> well, I could go on a whole other tangent about that. And but... we will at some point, because I'm we... sure another movie that we will cover, <laughs> we'll have to deal with that. But, yeah, I mean, Logan overhears, he just kind of starts being a prick about it. Yeah. But um, he's like, can we can we just leave? Can we leave? And and so they do. And, mm-hmm. and Naomi's like, yeah, we can leave. So It's after five. We can go back in the house now. Yeah, they leave. It's dark out. They get home, and Ed is still in the house being weird. It's not clear to me at this point i thought ed was in on it too mm-hmm. but now having the context of the end of the movie i don't know if maybe he wasn't i don't think so he's just I weird i think anyone was in on it yeah, i guess not um and then we get the like very obviously like <sighs> like line monologue thing where existential moment. existential like you know omnipotent moment yeah almost like a fourth wall break of logan standing at the door after ed runs out being like hey mom aren't open houses so weird <laughs> you just give your key to someone you barely know and all these strangers just come in and i mean they don't check to see if anyone's still in here and you're just like, okay, yeah. thank you. Thank and you. I, and I've said this to you before. As a certified idiot, I need those moments in movies, but I didn't need it here. No. I was good. The movie's called The Open House. <laughs> you, If you have any understanding of what an open house is, then you get what this movie is. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, we don't need that moment. That was stupid. That was so stupid. Yeah. But that night, I'm assuming... They're watching time a movie. Time doesn't exist. Yeah, time doesn't exist. Up this mountain. They're watching a movie and the phone rings and Naomi picks up the phone. Well, you see the door creak open in the back. Yeah, there's some stuff going on in the background too. And then the phone rings. She says she only hears them echoing. 
Which clearly means the call the is coming, coming from, from inside, inside the house. house. <laughs> but neither of them seem no. concerned. They're like, huh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just keep watching the movie. This, that is, um, <laughs> that is from another scary movie where there's literally the line. Yeah, it's a, the, lo- the, it's like what, the babysitter or some shit like that. Yeah, where yeah, it's I like, can't think of the name. But where yeah. it's like, the call's coming from inside yeah. the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no shit. No fucking shit. Yeah. She's just like, huh, weird. Yeah. Whatever. And anyways, again, I don't understand the timelines in this movie, but I think it's the next day because Naomi's showering and Logan's eating some cereal in bed. I thought it was just that night. After no, they watched I, the movie. I think it was the next morning because I saw at some point the sun out coming through I the window. I saw the sun. I, oh, I did. Well, I saw it coming well, through I the window. Well, I just thought it was nighttime. I don't know. Well, Logan's eating cereal in bed, so I feel like it's got to be. And then he kind of You don't have cereal making. as like a snack before bed? Logan gets up from his spot because he can't find his phone. Mm-hmm. He borrows his mom's phone, starts to call it, wandering around the house, can't find it. And then he sees his cereal bowl that was upstairs by his bed is now downstairs on the coffee table. And he is not as concerned about this as he Well, the thing be. is, is he looks at it and he's just like, what? But then doesn't say shit. Yeah, no. And then we hear a banging sound. And then you hear the mom scream. I guess the water heater has turned off because she got cold water that's not how water heaters work newsflash no so the water heater has a tank of water and then it gets heated up even if like you were taking a shower and i turned off the water heater it wouldn't instantly go to cold water you have to keep you eventually if you depending on how big the water tank is You'd use it all, and it'd slowly start to go cold. Kind of how, like, in it, like, you know, certain, like, TVs and movies, people are like, oh, you used all the hot water. Because, like, there's a reserve of it, and then once you use it all, it's gone. So, it wouldn't just instantly go cold. Yeah. So, plot hole again. (laughs) So, she goes downstairs in her towel, and guess what? The stair's not broken anymore. Or at least she doesn't have any issues with it. Yeah, doesn't notice it. Doesn't even. An issue. And it. It never not. is an issue. No. It ne- that broken stair never comes back. So there's no reason to include it. They show it being broken, and then I think at one other point later on, they show the stair broken. But it's never important. But it's never important. You yeah. think that maybe at one point. Because the, I, this is the moment where I thought it was going to come into play. That the mom being barefoot in her towel is going to walk down the stairs and put her foot through it and then like slice her leg open on the broken mm. wood. But literally, no. Yeah. Doesn't no. happen. So whatever. Um, the pilot light was turned off, so she uh, lights it back and then that's it. Yeah, and she while she's down there, she hears the door slam behind her. Mm-hmm. And she thinks it's Logan, and Logan is like, nope, not me. I don't know what you're talking about, crazy um, bitch. Yeah, so they check under the beds and stuff, but nobody's there. Nope. I believe this is the same day. Logan is out for a run, and he's not very happy because Naomi is timing him, and Logan is just not running as well as he was before. Yeah, no shit he's not. He's on top of a mountain, and there's hills. 
it looked like what you were running before was flat, my guy. <laughs> so, of course, the fact that you only you went from 507 to 534. Which is not that bad. That's not bad, no. considering that you are now battling altitude and also hills. Yeah. And when they get back to the house, Chris is there. And he's just, like, peeking through the front door, which is not polite. No. But also, I just want to mention that Dylan, no, not Dylan, Logan, still mm-hmm. can't find his phone. Yeah, he still can't And I was like... Phone. I would not stop until I found my phone. Yeah. My whole day would stop until well, I found my phone. that's because we're addicted to our phones. I he's guess. probably not talking to anyone, so he's fine. Yeah, he's got no friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Chris is just snooping through the front door. And then he basically says that he wants to move. And he was he saw the signs for the open house, had no idea that it was them. Um, and he just wants to take a look around. Yeah, he's already there. But that's also kind of rude. But anyways. But she, I mean, lets Chris wander around the house. Which is not smart. Unaccompanied. Yeah, not smart. She's like, do what you want. I'll be upstairs. You don't let a strange man wander around in your house. Yeah. And he just (laughs) disappears. And Naomi's like, it's fine. Well, you see him go into the basement. (laughs) Right. So you think that's going to be a thing. Which, we'll get to that later. But Naomi's like, "It's, it's fine. He probably left. This is, so in this moment... I'm just, I want to walk everyone through my theory for what this movie was Mm -hmm. and should have been. (laughs) I thought that Chris goes down into the basement and the man, Martha's husband, who came to the open house, is down there and kills him. That's why you never see him leave. That's what I thought was happening. That is not what happens. So, um, they can't find him. Mom's out, uh, oh, mom talks about how she wants to be a photographer again. That's what she would do if she won the lottery. She wants to be a photographer. Mm -hmm. And Logan's like, you don't have to win the lottery to do that, mom. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, you're right. So she's outside taking pictures. Um, we get a scene where Logan gets, like, some sort of spider sense thing. And it's really weird. And has nothing to do with anything. Um, they're making dinner and Martha comes by. She brought some banana bread. Yeah, she also oversteps again, and she's like, oh, also, I came to the open house yesterday. And now she has changed her story, and she says her Well, husband, she says we came mm-hmm. to the open house. And she says her husband's alive. And this solidifies my theory that she's a liar. She does have a <laughs> husband. Her husband's in the house. And I thought, because she's bringing the banana bread, I was like, maybe she brought it for her husband, who's downstairs. So she brought it for him so he can eat it. Yeah. But no. And, but yeah, so she says, like, oh, my husband can't wait to meet you. And then she was like, well, your husband's dead. And then she was like, why on earth would I say something so ridiculous as that? And then she, like, is upset and she leaves. <sighs> Mom's taking another shower. Water goes cold again. Of course. Goes back downstairs. Turns the heater on, even though that's not how water heaters work. <laughs> goes back upstairs. I put... I- <laughs> I wrote, she goes down to the basement to light the furnace or whatever you do. <laughs> I don't know how that shit works. <laughs> well, it's not how, this, this isn't how it works. Goes back in the shower and it turns cold again. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like she's freaked out. Like in the shower, she's like, it's yeah. cold again. And she yells at Logan to go do it. Yeah. So logan goes down he's got the flashlight he goes to turn the pile of light back on and he can't do it because he's holding the flashlight and he needs to light a match so as a sane person what would you do in this scenario 
you'd set the flashlight down on the ground, leave the light on so you can still see, yeah, and then just pick it back up once you light it. But no, he takes it a step further. Not only does he just put it down on the ground, he turns the flashlight off. Yeah. What's the point of turning it off? We get those the scene. This is kind of similar to I think The Conjuring, mm. where mm-hmm. um she he's um lighting the matches. I don't even know. I think The Conjuring came out at this point. I don't really know. Um, he's lighting the matches and you kind of get like um, they keep going out you get his face is lit up and then at one point he lights a match and you see old guy old bald white man standing in the background mm-hmm. logan does not see him and yeah then logan's sleeping yeah um and then the next day look well i'm assuming the next day or maybe that same day. I don't know. I don't know time anymore. But the next scene we have is Logan running his mile again. Well, so at, at that night, Logan is sleeping. And he gets up to go pee, but he can't find his glasses. Mm. So he gets up, he goes pee. And we see the old man standing in his doorway. Or we see him walking, and then we see him in boot the doorway. Man. It's boot man. Oh, boot man. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the morning, his glasses are back mm-hmm. on the counter next to his bed and then logan's running yeah he's running and he almost throws up while he's running which is mean he does throw up oh he does throw up yeah he i does thought he's just gagging no he doesn't and then you see like Ew. it's like a mist almost it doesn't look very realistic the, yeah. the budget for you know throw up was pretty low for them i guess yeah and then martha pops out of a bush again <laughs> literally out like nowhere. out of a bush but yeah so but she's nice to him martha's nice to him mm-hmm. and she walks with him until naomi comes around to pick him up in the car yeah we have a plumber is it a plumber you wouldn't repairman. know repairman of some sort comes mm, you wouldn't know you don't know how water heaters work i was like does a plumber fix a water heater or is there a specific other type of person that will fix a repairman um he comes to fix the water heater um naomi's doing some dishes and she finds the family picture that she sleeps with at night is crinkled up and in the trash mm. yeah and the repairman comes back up says yeah everything's all fixed you should be good to go oh i found this down there logan's missing phone yep so mama is pissed yeah well and he also tells naomi that martha's husband is in fact dead she and that- has alzheimer's yes um so anyway, but with all of this information, Naomi deduces that Logan has been messing with her, which I think is fair at this point. Yeah. I mean, that's what a normal person you think would you think you know you hear hoofs, you think horses, not zebras. Yeah, exactly. It's more likely that your shitty teenager who probably hates you and is going through a traumatic event is fucking with you than an intruder in your home. Yeah. Um. So she's pissed. She's like, "Here's your phone. Found it by the water heater." You were Mm -hmm. down there last night. How would you have not seen it? And then shows him the picture, accuses him him of crinkling it up and throwing it in the trash. He's kind of just like, why the fuck would I do that? And gets defensive, says that he hates her, and that he wishes that it was her that died. Mm -hmm. And I just have to say, I feel like we've probably mentioned on this podcast already. I don't know. I told my mom... That I hated her once in my life. I think I was like four. Yeah. (laughs) The one and only time. My mom never lets me forget it. And that will be the one and only time I ever tell my mom that I hate her. Unless she does something. But I can't ever see that happening. And 
I was, like I said, four. Deeply hurt my mom. She says that she sobbed afterwards. And always brings it up. (laughs) And I can't imagine when your teenage son, probably 17, 18 year old son, Mm -hmm. says that he hates you. Mm-hmm. and that like like looks you deep in your soul and says with such vigor that mm-hmm. he hates you and that he wishes you were the one that died yeah damn yeah i mean on the one hand teenagers suck um so it's not shocking that he would hit him <laughs> yeah well, I she think... does grab him but she yeah him. i can i can remember a very not it wasn't just once but a very small handful of times probably less than five times telling either of my parents that i hated them there's a handful of times? Yeah, a small handful. Maybe Damn, four. Damn, you're a terrible child. Yeah, maybe four times between both of my parents. Four or five times. But generally, I mean, now as, a, as an adult, I generally don't believe in telling people you hate them, even if it's hate true. Hate is a very strong word. I yeah. feel, I, I really don't like the word hate. I feel like you need to reserve it for times that you really have hatred in your heart. Like, even- I have a passionate dislike for something well and i'm not even opposed to hating people or hating things just don't tell them there's no reason to tell them no i that's um, just to be mean like even i don't think i don't think i've ever said i hate you to you even like when we've had our worst fights i don't think so i don't think i've ever said that i, I don't would think remember I, it if you did i don't think i ever will it's it's just kind of a nasty thing to say it's something you say in anger and a lot the thing that sucks about that is a lot of times you don't mean it and you say it to people you love you say you say it specifically to you know to hurt them like you said yeah exactly and you don't there's no meaning behind it but also like like we now know like any sane person would know like there's no meaning behind it but if it's said to you in like such a passionate way it doesn't feel good no it doesn't feel good um, but anyways, Naomi is like, well, this is all your dad's fault because he left us with no money, which is probably true. Yeah. Um, we Drag should... that dead man's name through the sh- mud. Yeah, we should be blame- blaming the dad. It's all the. It's, it's always a man's fault. <laughs> it's always a man's fault. Um, Logan has a dream where he goes down to the basement to investigate and just finds his dad down there mm. bleeding. This is the last time that we see that the step is broken and mm-hmm. it's in a dream. Um, yeah, there's a dad nightmare. This is when we find out that Logan slept in. It's one. Yeah, he's woken up guess... from the nightmare mm-hmm. by Naomi, who's who tells him that he slept all day. Um, it's 1 p.m. and they have a showing in an hour and they have to go. So the, sh- so the he woke up at 1, so the showing's at 2. It's not right, even at 1. Right. So it's 10, 11, and 2. Yeah. <sighs> um, and Logan obviously wants nothing to do with Naomi, so he goes for a run. Um, and Naomi goes into town where she runs into Chris, quite literally. Mm-hmm. So he's not dead in the basement, yeah. as I um, as I thought previously. Yeah. This um, is the moment where I think after the plumber says, like, confirms, oh, she has Alzheimer's, so she just forgets things sometimes. Like, his, her wife is, I mean, her husband's actually dead. And then also seeing Chris not murdered in the basement, I was like, <laughs> okay, so maybe it's not yeah like what i thought it was and at this point i had no idea what was going to be happening i was waiting for a crazy twist which never came um but yeah he's being friendly he's kind of like you know you're new if you ever need any help here's my number Mm -hmm. he's like there's no pressure it's just so you have someone that you feel like you can call yeah being a really good guy 
yeah, I love him. And then she, okay, so this is another thing that's just really confusing and makes no sense. Naomi gets a call from her sister, Allison, who owns the house. Allison got a call from the realtor saying that the house was broken into. So it makes sense to me that the realtor called the homeowner, but it doesn't make sense to me why... Why did the realtor know? Right. How did how did the realtor know? Unless they were there. Were they there? Because there was an open house. Was, or did they arrive at the house and it was broken into? But even that wouldn't really. Because by the time they get there, it's nighttime. Right. So what? That does not make any make sense. sense yeah, this whole thing does not make any yeah. sense. They ugh. they should have just they should have cut all that out. And just had it so they show up and the house is broken into. Right, that would make the whole sense. call of the realtor called the homeowner called Naomi to say that the house was broken into doesn't make any sense. No, it, it also doesn't. doesn't make sense that no one called the police. Well, they do call the police, but no after. one called the police at Initially. this point. Well, so this and this also doesn't make sense because. Uh, Naomi rushes back to the house and she picks up Logan on her way back who is still out running. Yeah. And it's dark now. So he's been out running for what, like eight hours? Since two? Yeah. (laughs) He's just been out running since two. I mean, and and that's fair. I mean, you've been on a long run, but that's a very long run. God. He sprints, Um, he sprints five minute miles. Yeah. He's not a long distance runner. Yeah, I think he's just out wandering. Uh, She's Um, like... But they, they go to check out the house. Yeah. Um, they go inside. Still haven't called the cops. Yeah. No idea what's inside that house. People, it's like a known thing. Okay, if you don't know this, I'm going to say it right now. The most dangerous situation to be in and the most dangerous types of people are people who break into other people's homes. Because yeah. those people are fucking insane because they're going into a house and they have no idea what is inside. There could be a man with a gun. There could be an entire family. There could be no one. There could be a house full of crazy rabid dogs. Mm -hmm. There could be a fucking mountain lion in the house for all they know. They have no idea what's in there and they're willing to just put their life on the line to steal your TV or some shit. And even then, you don't know what they're there for. Yeah. So they just go inside this house knowing that it was broken into, not calling the cops, just them. Yeah. But they find a wild scene. Crazy. This is the moment because you had the idea that it could be a cult. And at first I was like, this is that, why, where did you pull cult out of? This seems like And then this happened and I was like, oh my god, it is a cult. Um, but yeah, the dining table set up with some candles and kind of what looks like a singular spotlight on the table. Yeah, and how did I that don't happen? Know. The, I the don't guy know. set up a spotlight. There's like Christmas music playing in the yeah, background. I don't know, but the phone is also on the table, and it, yeah. it starts ringing. Mm-hmm. It's they an echo again. Don't yeah, and then uh, there's sort of like a flash forward scene to to the cops being there now. Mm-hmm. So they have finally called the cops, mm-hmm. um, and they check the house in the basement, and they say they don't find anyone, and it's probably just kids messing around. Yeah, and thankfully, they don't just brush past that, being like, oh, okay, thanks, officer. Thankfully, Logan is like, kids? What fucking kids do this? These mountain kids just come and do this all the time? Officer? 
Yeah, Logan's just not thrilled about the whole situation. I think Naomi's a little more willing to be like, okay, like it's. I think she just doesn't. Want I, to yeah, leave. I think she yeah. just doesn't want to think that someone's in their house. But they're um, they're kind of as they're getting ready for bed later. Logan is is in Naomi's room and finds Chris's, finds Chris's number. number on Naomi's um, I don't know, nightstand dresser or yeah nightstand, and he gets mad. Or it, you presume me, that he's mad. That he's he walks mad, out of the room. Away. He's like, I'm going to brush my teeth. Um, and later on, Naomi's brushing her teeth and the doorbell rings. Mm-hmm. Um, and alas, it is Chris at the door. Because Logan called him. Yeah, Logan um, says that he, he called him. So he, the moment he got scared, he just... Like, Chris! <laughs> Daddy Chris! Chris. Well, this, this, <laughs> but that's the thing. He was such a jerk. To yeah. Chris before. Well, he apologized. Yeah, now he's scared. But anyways. Um, they go search the perimeter of the house together. They don't find anything. Chris is a stand-up guy. He's he going to stay the night, sleep the on night. the couch. He's like, I got this. I got you I, guys. I love Chris so much. Mm-hmm. And Logan is upstairs uh, getting ready for bed, kind of winding down. And he hears some noises downstairs. Uh, he comes downstairs and he sees that Chris is no longer sleeping on the couch. The front door is wide open and... There's a car outside. There's a car in the driveway that is running. Mm-hmm. And Chris is dead inside the car. His throat has been slashed. So this has escalated very quickly. Good job protecting us, Christopher. <laughs> um, and as Logan is freaking out about this, he's kind of grabbed from behind and tossed into the car he's like head smashed into yeah the he gets his car. head hit on the window he gets knocked out uh boot man goes gets a pail of water from somewhere <laughs> and pours it all over logan which is just so it's a choice it's odd it's an artistic choice <laughs> good for you it would have been so much easier to just squish him yeah he's unconscious just, so you could just step on his head or something slash his throat yeah. like you did christopher but he chooses to drench him in cold water instead. Yeah, okay. Um, mom's passed out in bed. Can't fucking hear a goddamn thing. Um, Bootman gets all snuggly with her in bed. Um, her and her and Logan were going to spend sleep in the same bed because they're scared. So yes. it makes sense why she wouldn't be so like weirded out by someone being in bed with her. But she also doesn't notice because she gets up to pee. Yeah we don't get any sense that mom's blind so we don't understand why she doesn't really notice wakes up goes to pee starts to just look through the pictures that she picked up from being developed never turns around never turns around it's like one of those things where it's like you know where taylor swift walked backwards to like um and like was it taylor swift that did that i know princess diana did that where um there were paparazzi outside and so she walked backwards so that she wouldn't get, um, the paparazzi wouldn't get, like, a good picture of her. Oh, I don't know if Taylor Swift did that. Princess Diana did it. I okay. don't know if Taylor Swift yeah. did it. It seems like something Taylor Swift would do. It seems like she almost, like, went pee and then just, like, walked backwards <laughs> so she didn't have to, like, see, she didn't look at him. Yeah. But um, she's looking through her pics, which are fine, until she sees pictures of Logan and her sleeping and she goes, she's like, Logan. And then the man, she sees it's a man. She freaks out and man strangles her. Yes. And she comes to tied up in a chair. The rocking chair. Yeah, the rocking chair. Mm-hmm. And she screams Bootman is for very, Logan. Very touchy-feely. 
Yeah, he does a lot of stuff. He touches her hair. He, like, grabs her face and her cheeks. He punches her. And then he grabs her hands. And he grabs her finger. I hate this. And he snaps her finger back. He breaks all All of her fingers. fingers. At least on one one. hand, right? He does one hand of fingers? Yeah, at least one hand. One by one. I hate this. Oh, my God. So the first time we watched it, I I watched it. And we screamed. (laughs) It's so gross. And the whole time, I, like, I I knew he was going to break her fingers the moment he started touching her hands. Yeah. And we're both sitting there being like, no. Don't no. break her fingers. <laughs> Don't break her fingers. And this time, I didn't watch it. I didn't look at the screen. But the cracking sounds. The cracking sounds. It reminds me of the scene in Gerald's game. The degloving scene? The scene. It's it's Ugh. not the same, but it's similar cringe Ooh. where I'm just like, yeah, exactly. That. It's not a good feeling. Um, meanwhile, Logan is waking up outside and he's freezing to death because of the water. Um, and he's I'm Mr. Snow Miser. <laughs> but he manages to stand up and he sees that Chris is or I don't know whose car it is. I guess it's the. It's. I'm assuming. I guess it's Chris's. I don't know. Car. It's someone's car, but the tires have been been slashed. And yeah. He hears his mom screaming inside, so he goes into the house and he finds finds her tied up and on the floor. Um. He takes a knife and he frees her hands, which are now useless anyway. Yeah, because she's just got. <laughs> like, what's that scene in SpongeBob where it shows all of his fingers <laughs> broken? <laughs> what is that? I, yeah, I don't know where that's that from? from, but that's what I yeah, know yeah. his hand looks like. Um. Oh man. Um. Yeah, and he tries to go downstairs to the phone, the yeah. rotary phone, to call the cops. And then the music starts blasting. Which is a callback to, to the strangers. And uh, the landline's disconnected. He goes upstairs, find his cell phone, and I guess his cell phone, and I'm assuming his mom's cell phone, Both have no SIM. Yes. Which, plot hole, you can still con- call 911 if you don't have a SIM card. Can you? You can. Okay. Um, I will say, well, actually, he has an iPhone, so it's not like it's an old-timey phone. Mm-hmm. Um, with an iPhone, and I'm pretty sure with a lot of phones, if not all phones, especially now, if you don't have a SIM card, you um, you can still call 911. You can still reach emergency services through your I phone. I didn't know that. Um, so he's all pissed because none of the phones are working. Mom screams again, goes into the kid's room that she was in. She's not there anymore. And you just hear her scream, like, echoing through the house. And it's like, okay, Mom. Like, we're, okay, bringing back to the purge where, um, I don't know what her name is, but Lena Headey's character, the mom, does great call-outs. You know, being Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, he's got a gun. He's going to shoot you. Give some call-outs. Be like, he's taking me to the basement. Nothing. I'm in the living room. Oh my god! No, nothing. nothing. Just screaming and saying Logan. <laughs> Which cool. Is not helpful. So he's stumbling through, but I guess thankfully he he, he didn't need callouts because he knows that she's in the basement. So he goes straight to the basement, grabs the mag light, grabs a kniff, hears mom crying again. He's you know slowly making his way through the catacombs that are his basement, and mom comes running out, and she surprises him. 
And he stabs her. Which is just very unfortunate. She just, I guess he stabbed her right in the most vital organ, I guess, because she basically immediately dies. But not before she tells him to run. And run fucking fast. And then she just collapses. And Mm -hmm. he sees Bootman standing right behind her. Mm -hmm. So he does. He runs. But he's fallen all over the place because I guess all of his muscles are still frozen. And this is my favorite part because Bootman catches Logan. And he just plucks his contacts out of his eyes. Ooh! Which, I know that's weird for you because you don't like touching eyes. Oh! This is the most violent act anyone could commit yeah. against. <laughs> They're just such an His dirty, dirty, dirty <laughs> finger-breaking hands are touching your eyeballs and he does it in such a weird way where he's like this isn't a visual medium but like oh he just like literally plucks them out of his eyes yeah and he just plucks them right out and then throws him outside which is and fair and i didn't catch this the first time but when he pushes him outside he says now run yeah and i mean that's fair because that i mean that's all it would take to put me out of commission i he's a real piece of shit this <laughs> boot man is he's a real piece of work yeah <laughs> So now he's just stumbling, <laughs> blind, yeah, in the darkness cool. of the woods. Yeah. As he's running, he hears like a twig breaking and stuff. So he goes on the other side of a log, and he hides. And then we see Martha just blissfully wandering around in the wilderness. And this is when I thought that okay, maybe this actually still is a thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe we see Bootman come out. He sees Martha, and Martha is like, "Oh my God, my husband! Hey, mm. he's right over here." That would have been so good. But nope, we don't get that. She just kind of wanders off into the distance and we never see her ever again. So it's beyond me why Logan doesn't ask for her help. Does he not realize it's Martha? I kind of thought that it's either one, he doesn't realize it's Martha, or two, there's really no point because she's an old woman who has Alzheimer's. Yeah. And there's a big-ass dude who, I mean, technically you just killed your mom, but killed your mom and is going to kill you, just violently assaulted your eyeballs. Yeah. And... (laughs) And what is she going to do? Yeah, that's true. It's better to just let her continue blissfully wandering around in the middle of the night than, you know, and you continue running, which is what he does. He continues running, and then it's morning time, and he's still stumbling around in the middle of nowhere. Props to him, because I would have a hell of a migraine by this point, just trying to navigate not being able to see. There's no way. Mm -hmm. Uh, He finds a stream. And he kind of lays down. It seems like he's going to be okay. But no, I guess Bootman just is magically there. Yeah, it just appears. I guess he's been following him maybe the whole time. I guess. And maybe that's part of Bootman's game. Maybe he's just watching him run. I guess. that he's going to catch him the whole time. I guess. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, Bootman finds him and chokes him. And Logan is dead by the stream. <sighs> and that's it. And that's the ending. The worst ending of well that's not quite the ending because the final shot of the movie we see bootman driving his car up a road um i would like to note that i accidentally typed driving his car up a toad (laughs) (laughs) up Um, a toad he's driving his car up a road towards the next open house to his next victims which is the (laughs) stupidest ending i know that when you turn on a horror movie someone's gonna die but i didn't expect them all to die yeah, the thing is, is that they all die, and you don't get any, like, there's so many different things that you don't get any explanation for. Yeah. You had 
you could have it could have been a cult it could have been christopher it could have been martha's non-existent husband it could have been anything yeah but you gave us the worst and the laziest thing is it just some dude some dude who goes around and is a serial killer and kills people for open houses you know, this and is... i guess just randomly sets up random dinner scenes <laughs> there, there's what? so many i i love horror genuinely because and this is not to sound like a film bro but i really do love horror because i feel like there are so many different directions you can go when it comes to what scares a human being right psychologically there's like an infinite there's so many things you could you could go to and it always comes down to just a man that's always what it is at the end it's just a man just a dude (laughs) that's always what it is and that's all i have left to say about this movie i i didn't like (sighs) it um in terms of scariness because we watched it in arrowhead literally in the middle of the forest in the dark in a house hold on we have to set up our rating scale so i'm gonna say one out of seven boots Okay, I'm going to give it On a, scariness. Yeah, for scariness, I'm going to give it a three boots based on our first watch. Mm-hmm. Overall movie, one out of seven boots. Yeah. I, I would say, honestly, I would probably say the exact same. Three out of seven for scariness. Only because the first time we watched it, it was the middle of the night when it was like pouring rain outside. Yeah, that was pretty sick. And it, we were in the middle of, we were literally up on a mountain. I would have loved in that moment to watch Creep again for the first time. Yeah, that would have been great. Um, But alas, we cannot. Um, And it was pretty scary. Um, But then as time went on, I was just more... There were things that I was just confused about. It didn't make any sense. And then at the end of the movie, I just felt really dissatisfied. Yeah, it just... And it's not a dissatisfied that, like... I don't think it was a dispat like I don't think cuz there are movies where they end and it's like meant to be dissatisfying. You know what I mean? That's not it. Yeah, I wasn't I was just overall It makes me think of like not a fan. Um, did you ever read The Fault in Our Stars? Um, I didn't read it, but I did watch the, the movie. Yeah. So you know how whatever her name is, Cancer Girl um hazel she um she's obsessed with this writer because he wrote her favorite book and it ends mid-sentence yeah i remember that part Mm -hmm. and how like he kind of tells her like that's kind of the point dude yeah like they don't exist anymore once i'm finished writing the book Mm -hmm. like there are some movies that have the same s like kind of feeling like that where it's like this is just how it ends and you have to fucking deal with it but this doesn't seem like that. It just seems like we were lazy. This just seems lazy. Yeah. It just yeah. seems like, well, we had all these things set up and then we just decided to not do it. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's really what gets me about this movie. And I I didn't like it that much. And I, yeah. I, I don't think I've said that about any movie yet that we've reviewed, but I really don't have a lot of nice things to say about this movie. Yeah. So. I mean, it got a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes for for a reason yeah um i think honestly okay so out of this movie and then um what would dash cam oh which one do you think is worse or do you think they're about equal i'm trying to be unbiased dash cam is worse because whatever her name is is just so un insufferable i'm gonna say this movie is probably worse in terms of like plot 
Yeah. Um, Cause I, yeah, because yeah. I think dash cam solely because, and the thing is, is that there's no way that they didn't know that when they made that movie that her character was insufferable. There's no Not way. They, yeah. So that was a creative choice, even I though it was a bad hoped, one. I think they hoped it would work and it didn't. Yeah. yeah. It was a creative choice that they made. And even though, in my opinion, it was a bad one, the movie itself and the story was very good. The premise was yeah. very, very good. Um, this movie just sucked. Yeah. And it's kind of sad. Um, but, you know, cool. what else can you do? Well, we came back from a two-week hiatus, and we watched this shitty-ass <laughs> movie. Um, um, I'm done. I'm starving. So enjoy okay. the rest of this. Well, um, wait. We're, 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 um, we're not scared of anything. Are you? Are you? Are you?